If you like this podcast, please support it. Go to patreon.com slash witchpolice and help us improve the show. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am your regular host, Sam, and I'm here in West Broadway with uh, two members of Paula Sons. Hello. Hello. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for having me. Um, so the best way to do it, as always, is just to kind of do a name and instrument so people can identify who the voice is with their Cool. Okay. Uh, my name is Ed DeRoche. I play uh, guitar with uh, Apollo Sons. And my name is Dave Gannett, and I play bass guitar with Apollo Sons. And uh, how many people are actually in the band in total? Like, how many people are we missing here that, that aren't Oh, uh, right now it's a seven-piece. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, and we are touring as a seven-piece, which oh, wow. I think is pretty impressive. That is, yeah, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of cooking yeah. on my part. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, there, there's seven of us. Usually we have um, uh, six, but uh, most shows we have seven. Uh, okay. for, for all the big ones, we'll um, you know we'll we'll put in that extra and uh, get everyone out. Cool. Uh, and we're all and we're always looking for more and more people. I mean, uh, <laughs> keep growing it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Does that uh, cause any? I mean, that wasn't actually what I was going to ask you first, but now that brings up a lot of yeah. stuff. <laughs> what are the logistical dif- difficulties with that? Um, because I mean, I was in a band. This is going back to the late '90s, early 2000s. We had ten people. And oh, that wow. was, it was chaotic. It was. I mean, we played a couple of shows where people's instruments were bumping into each other on smaller stages and everything. Have you had any difficulties with the size of the band, just in terms of actually being able to play shows physically? We, we um, played. We played on like pretty big stages for the most okay. part. We never really yeah. had to be crammed on like um, a small stage. Or I, like I would say Le Garage. Oh yeah, um, that's a small enough stage. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. small. Uh, we were very crammed. Usually, I'm pretty animated, and I was definitely confined. To uh, to one place. I think we had yeah. Paul off to the side. We have a uh, Paul Clausen is our auxiliary percussionist. Okay. So like okay. bongos, congas, shakers, tambourines. Cool, cool. Um, and I think we had him like almost <laughs> off the stage. We had him like yeah. right in the corner, just like you know, he, he yeah. barely had any room to move in yeah. between him and his instruments. Yeah. Yeah, but I think totally. the nice thing about having like uh, just the instrumentation in our band is that like pretty much just guitar and bass are the only people who can really move around. Yeah. Like for the most part, you have like drums who can't move, keys who can't move, and like the horns have to yeah. kind of stay in front of the mic. Mike, right? yeah, of course, so, yeah, yeah. so like most people are kind of stuck to where they are on stage for the most part. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really cause that many problems. It seems. Do you uh, do you occasionally play shows with a stripped down version of that? I mean, is there like a core group that sort of is always there no matter what the show is? And then do you kind of add or take uh, away as? A- yeah, yeah. There is. Um, the, there's usually the the core four. Okay. Uh, so bass, guitar, keys, and drums. Right. Uh, and then um, usually Paul, our percussionist, is there. We mm-hmm. we we recently did a show out in Morden at the Kenmore, and it was just a five piece. Yeah. Okay. But um, we we started off as a four piece actually, and then we slowly uh, added a trumpet, a saxophone player, uh, the extra percussionist. And um, although I I don't feel. Like we're at a disadvantage when we don't have those players, okay. but it definitely adds like we we miss them basically. Yeah, right, them, right, like, right, right. Yeah, just those extra layers, kind of something you miss. But I mean, uh, our song we were kind of playing these songs as a four piece for a while before we added these guys. Okay. So we're kind of used to playing them that way, anyways, and they were kind of written that way. Yeah, Some right, of the songs names right. were written that way. Although it is nice to like have those guys there um, because it's like. I don't have to solo if I don't want to. Like having Wait, a guitar solo. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. man, I just want to lay back and listen, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's really nice not to be like, okay, every song, uh, the solo section is me. It's like, okay, great, we've got, you know, um, everyone, all, all of the players that we bring in are all like jazz uh, U of M, like right. they're, they're graduates or they're working through right now, so they're really good. Yeah, yeah, let's be, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really good. good. Yeah, and they're professional yeah. and. Yeah, so it's, it's it's great just to like be like, you know what, I actually don't feel like playing the soul in this song. I'm going to give it to Phil. Right, right. And, uh, yeah. So is there is there a difference in the way, I mean, obviously they're, they're going to sound different with the smaller version of the band versus the full version oh, yeah. of the band. But, I mean, are they, uh, since you've kind of expanded from the four-piece to, to the larger group, is the writing different? Or, I mean, are the songs written now for the larger group or are they still written the same way they always would have been and they just kind of these are add-ons yeah I think uh, I think we we really focus on melody so like if they're not going to be there like the percussion or whatever or yeah. the horns aren't going to be there 
the song still has to fit with just the guitar playing the melody and right. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like, so the, the extra layers of the horns and stuff like that is really something that's added to the melody. Here. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I think now, now that we're writing, because now we have these horn guys more on a permanent basis, it's not just one-off shows, like right. they're actually in the band. Um, I, like, I personally, my songwriting has been more like to, um, to include like, like, uh, like counter melodies through songs and okay. harmonies with these horn guys. So, so it's definitely, um, changing the way that, uh, I'm writing personally. And, okay. uh, and now we have four or five really competent yeah. songwriters. So, cool, cool. um, even the songs on the album now sound a little different, like they're mm. still true to form, but, but it's like. Oh man! Yeah, and as for as for sound writing, as for the songwriting process, you don't really we don't really seem to have to write as much when we first bring it to the band because right. we do so much songwriting as like a four as when four or five or okay. even seven people are there, right? So yeah. things change all the time. Is there so a lot of improvising can, going on too, or is it? Is it oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll improvise, and that's kind of how we find things and how how we determine right. how long solos can be and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and we record every jam. So oh cool! So you have a record of whatever. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, yeah, like we posted like uh, we have jams on Friday, so we posted on. On, like Sunday and it's like okay everyone listen to this and you know kind of make like a timestamp like cool. oh during this part this is a really cool melody let's relearn what we were playing because who's ever paying attention when they're right, right yeah you're not gonna yeah, but you can go back and let's do it and figure out yeah, 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 cool, yeah cool, totally. cool and I guess I mean that kind of you mentioned the album earlier and that's kind of why we're here now is you have yeah. the, the record coming out on uh, end of the week weekend yeah coming up so uh, what can you tell me about the album because uh, first of all is this the, is this the first the this first? is the first mm -hmm. Apollo Suns album uh, it's called uh, Each Day a Different Sun which was uh, inspired by a quote that our um, past keys player came in with okay. um and uh, I guess uh, what I can say about the album is um, I'm just really proud of it. Um, I think it sounds great. Um, yeah, it was. We, I was. I, I, yeah. Me personally, I was a little hesitant about it because we kind of recorded in our drummer's basement, and okay. like we're not. We didn't have that great experience. Uh, recording in the ba in so the all basement, self and everything too. Yeah, for the most yeah. part. And then uh, yeah, so we recorded it in our drummer. Actually, rented a bunch of good equipment. Cool. He knew a really good mixing guy. Cool. So we sent it off to him, and then we got it back. It actually sounded like really big and really full. And I was actually telling this to some of my friends earlier today. Is that it sounds like how we sound live, which is right. something that I think we we really wanted to strive for because people love our live shows. People are really energized by our live shows, and the the really live feeling. We did a lot of the drums like in the bass, live off the floor, mm -hmm. kind of. In, cool. cool. In these recordings, right? So well, that we really playing, captured the energy. We were playing live together. Like uh, uh, one of the songs uh, in Impossible Bond, we went to Paintbox and recorded with Lloyd Peterson, okay. uh, who's Lucas and Madeline Rogers' dad. Right, they've been on the show too. So. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you're rolling through like which yeah. Police, you're like, oh yeah. man, like everyone, um, which is great. Um, it happens every episode. Someone will be like, oh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they were about, yeah, like, yeah. Years ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, they're, yeah. they're good though too. And I mean, Lloyd Peterson obviously. Oh, well-known like uh, producer Winnipeg for yeah. sure. Yeah, it, it was great. We we like set up um, and we just um, with any album I've done before, we've never done it like this where we set up in the same room and we're right. in a circle. We're all looking at each other, and the biggest thing is we were reacting to each other. For me, is like it was just very um, it was just very natural. It was. Uh, each take was a little bit different, and then we just kind of like picked our favorites, cool. and um, it was minimal overdubs. Uh, a lot of the solos are live. Um, cool. Even better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Does it, I mean, when you're doing uh, outside of that recording process, when you're writing the songs, are there kind of often multiple different takes of the song, and you sort of decide on which one? Is he's gonna go, or is it sort of is there a definitive? That that's more so in a, in the jam process yeah. that we kind of figure out how long these solos should be, where these solos go, who should be taking a solo where, and, or, or or like yeah. even leading the song mm -hmm. and whatnot. Right. You know, like um, a lot of the times it's like Ethan, our drummer, is like calling the shots. Okay, because uh, he, yeah, he's just really good for that stuff. Like. Uh, I remember when the band was first starting, I was trying to call them, and but then Ethan was just way better at it. Clearly you're better at this, so let's... Yeah. Well, that's kind of something I kind of wonder, uh, I mean, about bands, not necessarily to play the same style as you, uh, but just bands that are, especially when they're larger, especially when there's a lot of soloing going on, and uh, as you mentioned, things are coming out of jams, like, I often wonder how much of it is strictly written when you see something live versus how much of it is like, okay, at this point, there's it's open for whatever comes. I mean, is there a lot yeah. of that or is it yeah. mostly um, sort of formally, this is the structure, this there, is the... There's definitely songs where it's like, this is the structure and uh, that's one thing that I wanted uh, was very, uh, like, intentional because um, we went through this period after uh, Dave and... Uh, 
and in and, and, and our last band broke up is we had a very 100% improvisational band and okay. we would bring in um, friends from the music scene like guys from Archie Ghost and Mahogany Frog and like Mise on Scene and Little right. House and like just everyone uh, like like Casimir was our sax okay, player yeah, yeah. for a while yeah. um, and it was uh, it was really great it was, a, it was a great way to explore and um, and find what we liked but then when we started putting this band together I was like okay I want that but I also want written melodies that yeah, people yeah. can hum along yeah. to and they can know right and uh, so when yeah. they get the album they come to the show they recognize the song yeah 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 exactly and that 100% improvisational band was like a huge learning experience oh, yeah. for me personally probably for you too Eddie but oh, you know, yeah. like just being on stage and doing 100% yeah. improv improvisational stuff and just being on your toes the whole time and like really having to listen to everybody else on stage and just kind of feeling out the dynamics feeling out when it's time for someone to take a solo when yeah, it's time yeah. to speed up when it's time to slow down and like that's that's something that not only had I personally never played but I'd also never seen I'd never really seen anybody kind of do that right. on stage before so it was kind of a weird a weird like but really exciting experience well, that's almost me. like a jazz oh, thing yeah. but in a yeah. non-jazz setting yeah, right? like, yeah. Like, like I always say we're a jazz band but we're kind of not I wouldn't um, I mean I can see that that definitely is evolved but it, like I wouldn't yeah. necessarily from what I've heard of your stuff I wouldn't pinpoint it as a jazz but I don't know what I would call it but <laughs> jazz is I mean it's definitely one of the things floating around yeah. there I think so, I mean, we're definitely jazzy yeah. I find yeah jazzy <laughs> it's like, it's like psychedelic word that I've seen yeah, that yeah, works yeah. I mean um, but that's also very vague too right like, yeah, yeah right like it has a, you can conjure up a lot of things with the word psychedelic I mean, that may yeah. not necessarily... Yeah, like psychedelic can go from like Pink Floyd to Tame Impala to Right, like... right, exactly. And those are pretty... I mean, I wouldn't necessarily put those two bands even yeah. in the same category. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah.
One of the one of the best genres I think to define is to be jazz fusion. Even though some people kind of cringe at jazz fusion, but I mean that's some of the best music ever made. You know, I, I went through a period of loving fusion. Like yeah. when I was in my early twenties, what, what I were you listening to? Mahavishnu to? Orchestra. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. I had a bunch of Birds of Fire. Man, yeah. oh, God, I was oh god. I, um, I had a uh, the Intermountain yeah. Flame is my favorite stuff. Yeah. Yeah. right. That's, um, good. that's good. That's a raw. That yeah. album's so raw. I was really into Billy Cobham solo stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. Spectrum, we love Spectrum. We actually we actually cover we cover Red Baron. Really, we love Red Baron. We cover Red Baron. And we're doing Spain by Chick Corea yeah. nice, from Return nice. of Forever. Yeah. Okay, that, that's a good. That makes oh. sense. I know where you guys are coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can now place you somewhere on the on the musical oh, yeah, map. Yeah. Right? Like, totally. That's yeah. cool. Um, but like even nowadays, there is some great fusion stuff yeah. like uh, like Snarky Puppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, And Kamasi Washington. Oh man, that guy's ridiculous. Oh my god. So that, that, uh, we saw him last year at Jazz Fest. I missed. Man. I couldn't get a ticket. I missed it. I was oh really man. Bummed, yeah. I, I think I went the second day and I was like, Dave, do you want to go to Kamasi? He's like, Yeah, yeah. Abs- yeah. absolutely. That that album will be epic. It's one of the best. Things I've ever heard oh, anybody. It's, so like, it's so mind blowing. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to what you're talking about. But like, even um, I really hate how even progressive rock has like a dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a negative connotation. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's like oh, elves and goblins or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah or like uh, oh, it, it's like snobby for people who just like. Yeah. Right. It's like I don't know. For progressive, it means just like open. It's, yeah. it's kind of like science fiction for me, where right. where I love science fiction and it's it's like an open. Palette, you know, it can go anywhere, yeah. and that's kind of what like prog rock is yeah. for me. It's like, you know, you, you listen to Caravan and they're super folky and yeah. like, yeah. like, and, but then you got like King Grimson or like Tool or yeah. Mars Volta that are like, yeah. and really like, what is progressive? Like, there's so many bands that you qualify as progressive from like Frank Zappa to right. Radiohead. Those are all right. like, you could all use the word progressive because they they push music totally. to those new boundaries. I think right? people listen to Radiohead they probably don't think of themselves as prog rock. Fans not, no. <laughs> oh yeah, but but like like OK Computer, that, yeah. that's like yeah. a pretty prog yeah. album. Yeah, like, totally, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, yeah, oh man, Mahavishnu, man. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's cool, that's cool. I'm glad, because I've never come, it often comes up when I'm talking to people on this show. I mention, like, you know, one of those Mahavishnu or Billy Cobham or oh, even God. Stanley Clark or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, people are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Have you ever heard the Lost Triton Sessions? No, I haven't. It's like a Lost uh, album by Mahavishnu or it's like the original lineup with, like, oh, cool. Billy Cobham and Jan Hammer. Yeah, it's Jan like, Hammer, yeah. it's as good as as Intermountain Claim cool, yeah, and Birds cool. of Fire. It's yeah, but they never, uh, they never finished it. They never finished it, but I mean, it's a full album. I mean, oh, yeah, a full, like, 40 minute album, but I mean, cool. they never, I guess they never just mastered yeah. it or whatever. Or, uh, or like uh, Jeff Beck's uh, Blow by Blow. Oh, yeah. Blow, yeah, yeah, good Blow by Blow is yeah. so good. Uh, like, sure. like uh, I remember being like 20 or like 19 and someone put on Cuz We Vended as Lovers. And I was yeah. like, this is like one of the greatest guitar songs of all time. I think like, that's the age group you have to be to really get into that stuff. Cause I mean, yeah. I, I still listen to uh, Mod Vision sometimes and some other stuff that could be considered in the same vein. Like, uh, oh yeah. But when I was, you know, 21, 22, whatever, that was the shit. Like, that was, I was super, super into Oh, yeah. Awesome. And that's definitely died down a bit, and I've got, you know, uh, but that was, oh, yeah. was a period where, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, there's definitely, like, I go through phases where all I'm listening to is, like, fusion and jazz, yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like Miles' like, electric band and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then it's, like, for, like, a month, I'm like, okay. I'm good now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, saturated. Actually, yeah, but go, about going into phase, I've actually gotten back into like uh, listening to like that old prog rock that I used to listen to back when I was like oh, yeah. 18, 19 and stuff like that. Like that old, old Yes and Camel oh, yeah, and Gentle yeah. Giant and, uh, oh, and yeah. Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Man, that stuff's so complex. Yeah, have you listened to them recently? Uh, I've, I, I listened to Trilogy a little oh, man. while ago. Like, like, that stuff is like... Did one of those guys just die? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I think uh, Keith. No, it was Emerson. Keith Emerson yeah, just died. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh no, it was Greg Lake. Greg Lake was just it? died. Yeah, yeah. somebody yeah. didn't want to. I think, I think actually, Carl, Carl Palmer might be the last one left. Might be, yeah. 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 But man, some of that stuff is like so jazzy and like so complex, and it's just yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> interesting little tangent there. Um, but you mentioned uh, earlier when we were talking about this science fiction, and I mean, I love the artwork you guys have going on um, with the stuff you're doing, and that's obviously science fiction. Yeah, of, uh, um, a lot of people have said it. It looks like a, a landscape from Dune, which yes. is funny because yes. uh, Dune is like sculpted my. <laughs> Dune is the best book written by anyone ever. It like, is so good. Yeah, I love um, it. I've read it like a dozen times. And, and, I, and, yeah. and I don't even mean for science fiction fans. I mean, if for anything, are, yeah. if you are a fan of like political, like yeah. like geopolitics or like uh, philosophy or, or environmental totally. uh, ideal uh, just oh my god it, it's so good and it's like um, I remember watching like Khodorovsky's Dune yeah. and, and his vision that was of a really it. cool documentary yeah, yeah right and, and um, I remember just um his passion for his vision is like exactly how I wanted to approach like cool. like, like a project like he was just like this is gonna 
be it for people, you know. Yeah, like yeah. Um, just his vision was was remarkable. I need to read that book. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I've never read <laughs> really it. You got to read it. Man. One day, one day I'll get around to it. Um, but yeah, that that artwork. Um, we've had people comment of like, I didn't really heard. I, I've never heard of your band, but I I saw the artwork yeah. and I just had to listen to this <laughs> yeah. album. I was like, nice. perfect, because um, we wanted our the band to be very visually appealing yeah. as well. Like we have projections that we do oh, nice. at um, at shows. Um, that features the artwork as well as like um, liquid psychedelic art, um, like 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 the liquid uh, art. Um, I used to be a band that did that. Like, kind of, yeah, kind of yeah. call back to those pink clothes, old yeah, pink totally days. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we also like um, to keep the experience of, of like creating like um, like a sense experience of like we burn incense on stage okay. as well. Okay, so it's like everything is. Going yeah, on. yeah. We um, I just want to bring people into this like space that we're we're creating through yeah. music and visuals and like any sort of man if we could like feed people as well that's what we should bring like apples and bananas and just fruit and just, just hand, hand it out yeah. you know oh my god <laughs> were you there in july talk yeah when you but when you bit the apple oh, yeah, okay so, so the lead singer <laughs> of talk this beautiful girl yeah. great voice she feeds she's feeding the um the audience like this banana and apple as she's like singing and we're front <laughs> we're front center and she's like you want some and i go up and this girl i'm dating at the time got so mad. She she reamed me out on the whole walk home. I oh my god, yeah, that it, it, the apple was not sweet yeah. enough. For that. <laughs> um, but the dude thing, I mean, like the with the artwork. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's interesting because that, it kind of definitely ties in what we were just talking about about the the prog stuff and the fusion stuff. I mean, a lot of the artwork on those records. Oh, is, yeah. is very much Dune influenced. And you mentioned the Mars Volta earlier. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there are they, I mean, so certain albums anyway. It's oh yeah. Super super Dune ish, mm -hmm. and it's got the desert kind of. Oh, and stuff. I mean, I mean, they've got and like Storm Ferguson. Yeah, yeah exactly, album, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, and, and bands like that, the art is is extremely important to the the whole. Thing, right? I mean, yeah. if they had just a picture of the band on the front, the album would still be amazing. Oh, but it man. wouldn't be like God. I hate that stuff. <laughs> I hate that stuff. Like, like when it's just a picture of the band, like. Did, did you put no thought into the, <laughs> yeah. like don't be, uh, but if it's like a style it's like for instance like, like a revolver by the Beatles right. it's, it's just the band on the front but it's like style I don't know yeah. like for me it's like they tried a little bit <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah they kind of got lazy like you know you couldn't have taken like a nice picture or something put it on like it made it a little bit different like every so oh, they like I, was, I saw an ACDC cover you know it was like yeah it was like uh, Highway to Hell and like yeah Angus Young has the has the horns on him and everything yeah. but I mean at, at the end yeah. of the day like that's the only thing that kind of makes that album cover kind of Okay, but I mean, yeah. the rest of just the band standing around, like looking around. So, I not think a lot of thought yeah, put into certain that. genres definitely have like a certain image that, like, yeah, country, right? It's a headshot, well, it's a headshot yeah, of the guy, headshot. hip hop, it's the guy doing something, but it's just like usually a photo, yeah. almost, almost every yeah. album, which is annoying because, like, you know, you need so much potential mm -hmm. to do something interesting. I, I mean, it works for us to be very visual, yeah. and um, yeah, but um, I, I, I should give a shout out to the artist, uh, it's this fellow named Corey Mayers from LA okay. and we found him via Instagram uh, before the band was even a thing and uh, before we had any music recorded I contacted him and I was like I want you to make my, my, my next album cool. art or whatever because cool. um, his art was beautiful but uh, he's done stuff for like uh, Taylor Hawkins the Foo Fighters right. at the drive-in uh, element skateboard company cool and he was great to work with he was it was just it was it was great it was a great experience and, just a lot of t-shirt things too like I always look on his Instagram and he's got a great like Mastodon he just did a t-shirt oh, yeah, yeah. from Mastodon I can see like that, that yeah. based on the style oh, oh yeah. yeah for sure for sure so when's the uh, the album's coming out at the show obviously yeah so when is when is the show uh, Saturday April 8th at the Goodwill with Umami who are a local psychedelic rock band right. uh, the Flatland Soul Band who is like a 60s 70s like soul tribute kind of like uh, cool. kind of like uh, Dirty Hot Bottom um, is it, uh, is it like cover tunes or original stuff? Oh yeah, it's it's, it's all cover tunes. It's it's uh, uh, like a lot of the young guns from the U of M. Okay. Um, I just wanted something that was really groovy and dancey, and like they do some Stevie Wonder and Isaac Hayes, oh, cool. and like awesome. uh, and like some like soul takes on like new pop songs and whatnot. Right. So, uh, yeah. Do you think um, that's a good fit? Like with you guys? Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you have the horns in common, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, their saxophone player is actually our saxophone okay. player, so. <laughs> Um, so that worked out really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, you you can get the album now. Actually, I'm uh, on Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, cool. all the ones. Um, but we do have a special offer exclusively at Music Trader, where if you get a um, 
a uh, advanced ticket. You get the copy of the album for free, oh, cool. but it is very limited supplies. We only dropped off a few, right? And apparently they're moving. So That's awesome. So yeah. if you guys want to get your hands on the album, uh, That's you the should, way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And is it uh, obviously Music Trader is going to have it after the show? Oh yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. And then um, the other thing I was reading about about you guys is that you're involved in a, a short film. Project. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. So what can you? That sounds really cool. From what yeah. I read about it, but uh, I'd rather have you guys explain uh, what it is than me try to you know interpret based on what I read. Yeah. So, okay. Like, I guess I guess the just the original thought was that we were looking for a cover. Like as an instrumental band, it's tough to find like a cover. Right. Right. Like and mm -hmm. so we thought to ourselves, what's a what's a really famous instrumental song that we could cover? And we thought, oh, the James Bond theme. Right. And then I think our Ethan, like our drummer, suggested mashing up, mashing up with. Uh, well, he wanted to do Mission Impossible, and then Chad, our keys player, took these two songs yeah. and kind of like mashed oh, cool. them in together, yeah. um, using both themes kind of overlayered. Okay. Um, so we had this like mashup, and uh, originally we weren't going to put it on the album because uh, I just wanted to keep it separate. And then uh, I think it was. Uh, I, I was talking, I'm getting a name drop here. Uh, I, was, I was talking to Dave Landreth at Natural Music, like uh, Joey Landreth's right. brother, the brothers Landreth, and he was like, well, if people are responding really well to this song at, a, at shows, yeah. it would be a shame not to have it included on this For album. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, so when it came time to like, um, you know, every band needs a music video, um, so it was, it was it was a simple idea. We're like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll take a couple of days and it'll be a lot of green screens. Right. It'll be super yeah. easy. It'll be easy. That, that was the thing we started. Doing. It's so easy. It's not going to cost us a lot of money, and it's going to be easy. We'll be done in a few days. Boom. But yeah, uh, it didn't end up happening um, that way. So this is just a long form video, basically, for the song. Oh, it, I, I I don't even like. We don't even want to call it a music video at this point. It is like a short film. Yeah, like, there's, um, there's been a lot of like set, just set locations, and like we have like full a uh, director, cool. director photography. Uh, uh, makeup artists, makeup artists, hair artists. Yeah. Uh, there's about ten different locations, about forty cast, crew, and extras. Awesome. Um, what what really spurred this on, and and I can't say enough nice things about this lady. Um, uh, our production designer, uh, Janice Lafleur of Jane of All Trades, um, who's who's a good friend of ours. Um, uh, she came on, um, and she just like had this vision for it, and, and we gave her this idea, and uh, and it turned into this huge. Project with um, all, a, a lot of local uh, talent um, cool. and, and the community coming together and yeah. uh, um, donating their time. Like we've put in a lot of like time and yeah. money and effort and uh, resources, but uh, a lot of people are just helping us out. Yeah. Cool, it's awesome. I, and yeah. as a side note, like I was talking to some of the some of the extended cast and crew, it's nice to see that how many people have like a passion to yeah. do this kind of thing, to have a passion to make like a short film like this, and that's really nice to work with people like that who really, but that's, yeah. it's in their right. heart to do it. And that's it's really, not just a job. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, that, yeah. That's, something, that's something, the kind of people that we really like to align ourselves with, is people who are like sure. just passionate about like spreading out the music and making these videos and kind of helping the art scene in Winnipeg. So Definitely, yeah, nice. yeah. Like, not that there's a shortage of really good art here, mm -hmm. but it's really cool to um yeah like um and and we've been reviewing a lot of the footage it it i think it looks really, it's really good. good yeah yeah like uh i don't think it's gonna be like your your, your like grandma's music video it's, gonna be, it's, yeah. de it's definitely not gonna be what we thought of when we first started oh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. It, it's way better yeah, like, yeah. we could have done this without all the support yeah, of absolutely. everyone working on it uh but it is uh yeah uh, we did an indiegogo campaign yeah, for sorry, it yeah is that still going or uh no no that, that's over and uh we didn't raise as much as we had hoped to but we did have a lot of support from mm -hmm. a lot of people cool. and we can't thank everyone enough but um we're really uh we we're gonna release it for the spring but yeah. um with all the uh, production and post-production that's gonna go into right. it we've decided to push it back okay. and um we're gonna be planning a really nice um way to release it and um yeah so it'll it'll probably be in the fall that it actually gets released cool. uh but uh yeah we, we're actually talking about um uh submitting it for uh, short film festivals around canada oh, nice. and like yeah and we've been talking a lot to like the winnipeg film group and just like because um, we do want to get into soundtracking films as well. Yeah. Like, uh, well, that's something as an instrumental band, right? You have a kind of uniquely position mm -hmm. to do because yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and like this could also be a way of like, hey, by the way, we produce this. So um, we we have actually been in talks with a couple people. Actually, I haven't really told the band this, but uh, <laughs> but but they're holding back on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't like to tell you guys anything until I know more about it. Because there's definitely been right. times where I've been like, yeah, we're in, no, and then we're not in. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we've been in, in talks with like a couple of uh, directors about loosely cool. uh, soundtracking some short films, which would be great.
And like collaborations as an instrumental band, mm-hmm. I've been talking to a few people about like, let's collaborate on a couple songs and yeah, yeah, like people also instrumentally or, or oh no no like uh, like singers like backing um, someone up on a track yeah 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 exactly we were and, actually part of a uh, a poets uh, festival a while okay. back and we uh, did that spoken word yeah, spoken word okay, we, yeah, yeah. we did that with Garrick a while back and that was actually a very different experience just like kind of kind of uh, just making stuff up on the spot for like these poets kind of right. go up in front of us and, mm-hmm. and cool, kind of yeah. spit their you know spit their art pretty much and like we we were part of that and it was very exciting to do that I know. guess for that you have to be a bit more subdued right than you would normally oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we were pretty much just um, like uh, there's a lady named uh, Lo- uh, Larissa Music is yeah. her her I don't even know I, 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 that must be your station yeah that's, if your last name is Music that's pretty cool. yeah I mean that's pretty <laughs> awesome if, if Larissa <laughs> listening to this you have the best last name um, I mean I, I, I would marry this person mm-hmm. Just have the last thing. <laughs> you take the last thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How progressive of you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, like um, like her stuff is really um, just um, like emotional. So okay. so we were uh, we were just doing like like not soundscapey, but it was like a lot of reverb yeah. and delay around right. and like building it up and up and then like and then just having a crescendo into like a wash of cool, really cool. nice stuff. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Well, that's something with instrumental music too. I mean. Uh, a lot of bands can be very atmospheric, like it can be very kind of sparse mm-hmm. and and really like almost dreamy, right? Well, you've got like Black Cloud. Black, I mean, Black Cloud. I love Black Cloud. Well. Oh yeah, One of my I, I love those bands. guys. Yeah, and uh, they, yeah, they're very much like atmospheric stuff, kind yeah. of soundscapey, right? It's very uh, kind of drawn out, sort of uh, you know, an idea mm-hmm. that gets kind of slowly, slowly drawn out through the course of a song. And yeah, but I don't hear that with you guys as much. You guys seem to be a lot more kind of. Focused on specific th- again going back to that right. I mean, yeah. black cloud oh, yeah. sounds often like they could be jammy, no, they're not. But it definitely sounds like oh, this could be just something you're improvising as yeah. you go because of the the pace of it and the kind yeah. of yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think, I don't get that from you guys. I think that was something that also went back to our electrical trio or very improvis- improvisational days where we had some parts where that were very like heavy hitting and that we actually like Eddie right. would play like a nice little melody and we kind of work off that melody. But then in the course of the same song, we'd shift over to the, like this very atmospheric part. Okay. So yeah. that was kind of the part where we realized that we can do that and it works out really well as if you if you work on it very right, well, right? right. Um, I, I, a lot of, uh, some of our new songs are actually incorporating more of those, um, uh, I always want to use the word like, um, like very like, uh, like, like pastoral, you know, it, 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 it's it's like a nice valley where it's like a lot of our songs are like aggressive and like up in the right. up in the clouds and like very like like, like mountainous, you know, yeah. um, like 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 a lot of jaggedy rocks, you yeah. know, at times. Um, <laughs> so you want more like more like kind of chilled out parts. That are yeah, like, yeah, like, like like just adding more uh, dynamic into right. it and like having those those chill out moments where. Maybe one of us doesn't need to play for a minute, so I can yeah. catch my breath. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess with the expanded lineup too, that helps, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, like, 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 like. There are times where, like, if, like, for instance, in Red Baron, like, I'll just stop playing for a mm-hmm. couple minutes and just be like, I can actually listen to the music mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, and that was something like even we in our old band, Electric Soul, we never really did that because we were only four piece back then, and everybody right. was always playing at any point, right? But like even me as a bass player, like that's crazy when kind of a bass drops out because that's a big part of part of the soundscape, sure, yeah, right? Yeah, but like yeah. even I'm able to drop out and just have everybody kind of play that's around cool. me, and then when I come back in, I can do that and then come back in, and then the big punch comes in. Oh right? yeah, right. right. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very, very new too. That's right, because it's new. It's kind of an even, even those kind of things are a new thing for us, right? So it's very, very exciting. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. And that's kind of reflected on the album too, or is that the newer stuff you're talking about? Uh, it's kind of it's reflected album? somewhat on the yeah. album, but uh, but live we're kind of branching out more, mm-hmm. and uh, the new stuff we've been writing, we've got about three or four new pieces. Okay. Uh, that uh, well, we're we're going on tour in the spring, so we we've actually been working them up so we can start like like road testing them, right? And then. Uh, see you know, seeing what works and then um, kind of like killing one of our babies if we have to. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, because each song is like, you're, you're so invested yeah. in those songs sure, when yeah. you write them. Yeah. And then sometimes they don't work out and it's it's terrible. Like, Or if one of these guys is like, I don't like that piece. I'm like, but I, but I love it. It's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's something that I actually recorded one with Black Cloud uh, that hasn't come out yet uh, a few weeks ago, and um, they uh, one of the questions I asked them, which I think I often wonder about instrumental bands and maybe different f- from them to you, I'm not sure, but was just the idea of writing a song about something. And I mean, when you have a band with a vocalist, it's yeah. often not always, but it's often very clear what the song is about. I mean, mm-hmm. you, just because someone is verbalizing. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but when you guys write songs, is there is it about something or is it more just this is how the piece goes? Um. 
I guess you kind of have an idea of of a story in your head, or maybe like a person or an, an intention. Yeah, like, that's a good. That's a good. It, like um, I've written like like a bird to sing for was intended for a person. Okay. Um, yeah, like like um, it was it was it was a really not great time in my life, and a lot of those riffs and melodies come out of this. Um, so it's definitely. There's a lot of intention in that song, okay. whereas like a study in red came out from just this part that I thought was really cool, mm -hmm. and then we jammed on it, and then it became that song. Right. And, and 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 a lesson in sharing is just um, little pieces of time. Like that song has been built over probably three years yeah. of okay. of different parts and yeah. uh, just changing the key or changing the arrangement. Yeah, like some um, some of those parts on uh, on a lesson in sharing. Eddie originally brought into in Electric Soul, but we just kind of never used them, so they okay. just kind of hung around. Recycled and recycled. Yeah, and then and then we kind of had other pieces that we wrote when we right before we started Apollo Suns, and like we right. kind of mashed yeah. them all together, and that's what the song became. Okay. Right? Okay. So, so you know, you never know when you're gonna when you're gonna use those pieces, those little melodies or whatever. Right. Years I guess ago, it's good right? you're recording now because yeah. you can record all your daily jams and use yeah, those. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So is it more kind of written based on a feel than based on an actual subject? Or, uh, it's like a feeling. Sometimes it's like when you're discovering um, something new about your instrument. It like right. uh, like um, could be both. I guess a feeling towards a subject, really. I mean, oh yeah. Like it's it's kind of tough to explain. Like even even just like in the moment. Like we're we're writing a song right now called Blue Sky, where I just wrote a. I I had this. I foolishly bought this Rickenbacker guitar. Like okay. I, the guy I couldn't afford, but it was broken. Like one of the pickups was broken, so I eventually ended up returning that. But while I had it, I uh, I wrote this little guitar riff and stuff like that because I really wanted to write something on this guitar okay. and eventually that kind of sat around for years and years and years until now we're kind of using no, it now thing, yeah. so yeah so it kind of brings back memories of of to that time four years ago when I had this guitar and I was kind of just playing around with it right. and kind of making and making melodies with it you know so it's cool yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's just I don't know it's an interesting idea because I mean, obviously in a band especially in a larger band too with a vocalist mm -hmm. I mean what the, the other musicians are getting out of it or putting into it is not necessarily the same as what the lyrics are anyway so I mean it's yeah. not that different really but it's just because there's no obvious connection to maybe a song title and then something in the lyrics or something right people can't necessarily make the well, the connection. I mean, um, by feeling by the name, for sure, you can definitely yeah. hear if it, if the name is very descriptive of what the sound is. Yeah, well, so. uh, we've got a song called uh, Sterling, but the actual song name is a is a theme for Sterling. And I was watching the news when uh, when Alden Sterling um, was dragged out of his car and okay, shot yeah, by yeah. cops. Yeah. And I remember feeling so mad, and I was like, "What? Like, like again? Again? This is happening? <laughs> right, right. Like, like what? And like, and and just." Watching people's reactions um, and like you know like you know the community's hurting, but uh, that melody uh, came out of like that like that feeling of okay. like um, um, just frustration, you know. Um, and, and it's a very sharp melody, you know, like uh, and it's an aggressive one. Um, but yeah, and I guess it's not, that's not unusual in like jazz, for example. I mean, it's instrumental music that reacts to a, a news event or political event, and you can oh yeah hear the. Yeah. The feeling behind it for sure. So yeah, it's. Uh, well, I mean, you've got Africa by uh, John Coltrane. Yeah, sure. it's, it's yeah. Well, I mean, and, most of his and, albums, you can. There's something that you. Can oh definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like their emotions are definitely imprinted on that. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
so uh, the show is uh, Saturday, April 8th at the Goodwill. Yeah, you can find tickets at Music Trader, Into the Music, the Goodwill, and Ticketfly.com uh, for online. And the title of the album is... Each Day a Different Sun. Yeah! Yeah! And are tickets available at the door, too? Uh, yeah, uh, they will be slightly more expensive, of course. One of those, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can get them at the door. But um, if you go down to Music Trader right now, yeah. you can uh, pick up an advanced ticket and a free copy of the album cool. for your listening pleasure. Cool. Limited supplies, though. Awesome. Okay, and if someone's hearing you for the first time on this podcast, whether it's before the show or years later, uh, what's the best way, best thing for them to do to find out more about you online? Like, where, where should they go? Uh, you can go to Facebook. Uh, you can search us, uh, Apollo Suns Music. Um, I think the actual handle for us is Apollo Suns Music Winnipeg. On like like oh, WPG. Yeah, WPG, yeah. Uh, and then Instagram is a good way. Uh, you can find us on Bandcamp, on Spotify. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're pretty active on all the social medias. Uh, we are not on Twitter, though. <laughs> are, we not, are we not on Twitter? Well, we're, we're on there. It's just we're, it, it was never working out yeah. for us. Like, Twitter was not our medium, I found. You'll, you'll follow us anyways, and maybe one day we'll tweet at you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll follow you and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe cool. one day. Yeah, one day, yeah. All these tags. You or something. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Um, okay, cool. Well, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, just go to witchpolice.com, click on podcasts, and all 220 whatever episodes are there oh, for yeah. and streaming. You can dig into the archives. We have a new website come, that's much easier to use coming out soonish, probably mid April, so that'll be nice when that's there. Nice. Um, this show also airs on UMFM on uh, Sunday nights at midnight, which is like the best possible time to listen to the radio. <laughs> nice. So if you're up yeah, on yeah. Sundays at midnight, please tune in. Uh, those are older episodes. So while they might be slightly out of date, uh, I mean, right now it's the beginning of April. This might not air till say June or July. Oh, but wow, the cool okay. thing about it is that um, it kind of gives each episode like a second wind. Mm-hmm. I mean, people get a chance to. I mean, they're always there on the internet anyway. Oh yeah, 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 totally. But if you happen to be tuning in, oh cool, this band's about to release an album, and by the time you hear that, the album's already out, so you can, <laughs> you can go get it and stuff. So yeah. yeah, we encourage people to check that out. Uh, you know, thanks to UMFM for for playing these weird little videos mm-hmm. on, on their station, which is awesome. Um, we're also on all the Facebook and Instagram and yeah. Twitter. Uh, you take which police is pretty much this is gonna what's gonna come up for the most part. And we also have a uh, Patreon page. Like uh, the show is always free and always will be free. But we basically have like a tip cup, and uh, yeah. if people go to patreoncom witchpolice, they want to give us like a buck a month or, or whatever they want to give us, and that goes towards eventually getting better equipment, uh, fixing the website, just generally improving the yeah, show. Yeah, totally. And if people. Do participate in that if they want to. Uh, we give some bonus material too. So if we, you know, occasionally we record live uh, performances on the show, well, maybe an extra one or something that's just only for people who have, uh, you know, supported the show through the thing. So it's just kind of yeah. uh, if you want to help out, throw a tip in the hat. If you don't, that's cool too. Show's always free. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, we uh, really appreciate everyone who's helping out. So um, uh, I should also give out a shout out to UMFM who is actually sponsoring and present right presenting the show. Awesome. Uh, which is great. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Michael has been. Really, really good to the band. Awesome. So, yeah, it's a great, great decision. Yeah, we're very thankful for mm-hmm. for all the support everyone's given us, and uh, I definitely was super nervous to <laughs> to put out an instrumental band uh, because yeah. sometimes people don't get it, but everyone has been really great, and cool. um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. It's been mm-hmm. awesome so far. Oh my god, this cat. <laughs> Please be careful, Dave. I yeah, know this one. This one attacks me all the time. Oh, like yeah. I pet her, and then she just attacks. Oh me. yeah, she she will turn on a dime. Yeah. It's like like Fritz is so cool. <laughs> but uh, Baggins, man. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, people should check out the show oh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> check out check, check out the album. Check out our podcast. And yeah, thanks a lot for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. a lot. Thanks so much. Yeah. Cool.